What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Bad Days Podcast. We are your hosts, Hassan and Isaiah. Yo, yo. What's, how's everybody's week been? I'm going to say that as if I can hear it. How's <laughs> your week been, Isaiah? My week's been fine. You know, college is coming to a close. Mm-hmm. I got one. No, not one. I got like four more weeks left. Four more weeks. What? It's like middle of November. Well, you know, it's like plus Thanksgiving and, uh, ah, and exam yeah. week. So technically I have like only two weeks of actual class left. But Dude, um, and then you're done with school forever. I'm done with school forever. Wait, no, kinda. you might go to law school. Never mind. Um, the feeling, because mm, yeah. I thought I was going back to school for a while. Mm-hmm. I, I took a semester off because I couldn't afford school. I did one semester at a school called UAB. Mm-hmm. It's it's considered a school by most definitions, but not. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel like a college campus. It doesn't look like a college mm-hmm. campus. It's just like a, a college that's existed in the middle of downtown Birmingham. One thing I've, uh, you know, even like my parents, like the one thing I can't talk about with my parents is that we've been thinking about um, like they still like ask me if I'm sure I want to go to law school. And they seem to be like okay with me not as long as I'm making money. So Yes, I look, I'm very adamant that law school is a bad idea. Every person that I've brought up, that like, yeah, Isaiah wants to go to law school. Like, my neighbor. I, I've talked to him maybe twice, Whoa. and he is a former, like, lawyer. Like, he did law school. He did it all the way through, and then he's like, and then I decided I wanted to be happy. So I <laughs> quit all of that. My sister literally asked me, oh, does Isaiah just want to be miserable for the rest of his life? And I was like, I guess, <laughs> I guess fucking so. What you know about being a lawyer? Yo, a anyone, who, anyone who's a lawyer, <laughs> barring the 1% corporate lawyers and i guess your dad <laughs> don't like being a lawyer um it just seems like a very unhappy job you do make a lot of money though and like he, he asked me about like what would make me feel more free i guess and um like what would help me feel like better mentally and i was like anything anything creative really like i because i've been working on like short stories short stories working on, uh, working on a comic right now working on music working on music Dude. Um, so like, you know. And your friends are us. Your friends yeah. are a choir teacher, a songwriter, uh, a stay-at-home dad, yeah. <laughs> and me, who this is what I do for a living. Yeah. We're going to hit a million subscribers today on yeah, YouTube. So, you know, I'm going to be doing stuff. I'm going to be doing creative stuff regardless of whatever I do. So, um, yeah. But like ideally, I could just be working and like living here for a year and then just, uh, you know, creating. Yeah. Because like this is the perfect, like, because, you know. You do you do your own thing. I create twenty four seven, and you know this is like the perfect space to just do that. It's not, it's not. It's like I don't know. I'm not gonna neighborhood, but like <laughs> over here, like compared to where I am, it's a lot more quiet because like where I live so is like right by the highway. I, I can yeah, yeah. So they live right by the highway, forward slash like in like a school zone. Yeah. There's like an elementary school in the neighborhood. Further back in the neighborhood, there's like a like a middle school somewhere, and it's a road away from the high school and another elementary school and another middle school. Yeah. So I should you not. It's just like a very loud area. I live probably like uh, less than ten minutes outside of downtown Birmingham, and I live uh, I live in Homewood, Homewood, yeah. Alabama, and it's just like a lot. It's it's a lot nicer, quieter, a lot more new homes and yes, stuff like that. You don't have fiber Wi-Fi. <laughs> yes, that is <laughs> talking well. about fucking Wi-Fi. Every podcast episode, I, like anything nowadays, you can't even like you can't like just write. You have to have Wi-Fi to do whatever yeah, you want to do. You need Wi-Fi, and dude, I can't uploading shit on here like this podcast. Uh, which, by the way, we've launched a separate channel for the Bad Days podcast. The last week's episode will go up today. Mm. I had a little bit of an uploading error, and then this will go up tomorrow. Uh, so we'll get the video version tomorrow, and then it'll be weekly. As the audio versions come out, the video version will be coming out too. It's a whole new channel. Um, I thought about premiering this on the main channel, but uh, you know, I'd like to I'd like to separate things here and there. And if my personality, like you know, the, the main channel is mainly Mickey stuff for right now. Yeah. Uh, but if my person. Jesus Christ, Siri. <laughs> um, so we might, I might pivot at some point and bring some more of that onto onto the main channel. But for right now, I figured it'd be separate. Also, um, we're getting the gold play button soon, right? Yes. So if Bad Days gets to 100,000 subs, I could have two silvers and a gold in the middle. Yes. The as- aesthetics-wise, okay? Imagine like, that. Right like, above hung that couch right up, there. Yeah, hung up right there. Two silver play buttons and a gold. Make it happen, guys. Subscribe to the Bad Days podcast channel, um, which... Hopefully by the time this goes up, I will have that fully up and running, and I'll be I'll probably like po- put it in like a feed post on my regular YouTube channel. Like, hey mm-hmm. guys, here's my podcast, whatever, and promo it weekly, so it'll go up in subs regardless. But, yeah. um, yeah, I was talking about like the the files to upload these would at my old house would probably have taken two days, three days, especially yeah. a 1080p would have been a nightmare. Here, maybe six minutes, probably less than that even. Yeah, it's a. Oh my god! So that noise, I I'm just moved. Even hear that. I just moved my cats into the house, and uh, I don't know if they can hear because these mics are pretty, pretty 
like cardi or dynamic whatever they're right in our faces kind of yeah. mics uh cloud is out there yelling at the top of his lung he's probably holding his little puppy yeah my cat has like a little stuffed animal that uh, when he gets lonely he grabs it like picks it up with his mouth it's the cutest thing you've ever seen walks it into different rooms and just sits there and talks to it i was wondering what it actually sounded like when you described it to it's me. exactly correct right so. it's exactly on the yeah. money of how you describe it but yeah look I, I i'm a big proponent and you know once you you get out of college and you're entering this facet of life you you, you assert some independence and and live outside of the bubble of your parents or school i also just don't think like look look you have a year off you're gonna do something creative i i don't think getting into a a menial nine to five and doing that for a year is what you should do with a year off before you no, go whatever back to I'm going to do. Like, and we even like talked about this. So it's going to be like a month of just nothing and just chilling. Absolutely. After the, this, this exam season is going to be crazy. And after that, it's going to be like, I'm not, I'm not trying to work anywhere full time mm. on my year off. Like, no. And, and, and I I'm think fortunate enough to, to not have to do that. Um, like not a lot of people can, but like, I'm not, I'm going to yeah. take, I'm going to take a, <laughs> the thing is if you have no. the ability to do it, take that luxury because other people don't have that luxury and they yeah. live for that shit. And it's a year for you to find yourself, work on new things, maybe start dating somebody like there's any number of things that you could do during that year that would be, you know, uh, damn near impossible <laughs> in, in a household. Yeah, this is um, the perfect young 20 something time to do that right now because it's not going to last forever. It is not. Yeah, my 20s are already gone. I'm a 30-year-old man. I yeah. miss the old days. <laughs> um, yeah, a yeah. big part of me not doing college is that I felt like I missed out on this huge chunk of life. And, uh, you know... I, I feel like it almost should have been switched. Like, I shouldn't even gone to college in the first place. And you were sh- like should have been the one to... To go to college? Go to college, actually. <laughs> no, well, yeah. It would have been, been nice to, to have had social stuff. But I ended up bouncing back pretty well. And now... I had enough experience with like being here and being independent and not having, you know, like school social environments to sponge off of. I really uh, like paved the way and then you guys all moved home and it wasn't as hard for everybody else to adjust because yeah. I created a social atmosphere for them with 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 all of our our main friends. Good Lord. He's screaming. He's just talking to the puppy. Good God. That sounded <laughs> weird. It sounded like a voice. Yeah. He like, sounds oh, like, <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Do I open the door? He's gonna like get on the desk in the middle of the pod. Is he is he trying to get our attention right now or is he just It's like a mix. It's like a, he wants our attention, but he's also trying to talk to the stuff that we need to focus back up on oh the pod. God. We're no. focusing up on the conversation. So I said all that to say I went to a college that was basically not a college. I couldn't afford uh to get back into it. But I was like, okay, this is a gap semester, and then I'm going to save up money. I'm going to go back. And then by the time I had enough, I was making enough to where I was like, I don't need to go back yeah, to this. Going back to college, and money. it was going to UAB, which yeah. is not a real school. It's just not. Socially <laughs> speaking, it's not a real school. It doesn't have. It's just downtown Birmingham. With those, bro, it's downtown classes. Birmingham. And the thing is, you go to like Auburn, and it's got this like warm, beautiful color to it. It's brighter there. You go to UAB. And it's like like the color saturation is down. Like someone <laughs> edited this picture on Instagram, and they're like, "My aesthetic is kind of dark it's like and going twisted." Like a Wes Anderson film to like to the wire. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and it it really, really, genuinely feels like that. So there was no value in me uh, going to that school. So I ended up not doing that, and I you know did uh, real estate for a few years, and now I'm doing this full time. Making that money, that bread. <laughs> making the bread, uh, doing whatever we can to pay the bills and feed the cats. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely something that like I love that I live more of like a creatively mm-hmm. driven lifestyle. I couldn't see it any other way. I don't. Th- I think I could do well at a nine to five. I'm not gonna say I would. I'd do terrible yeah. at it. But I just like I operate really well in this capacity with what we're doing, and um, I've had the benefit of it blowing up to a fucking insane level. Mm-hmm. A couple days ago, Zay was with me, and I got a call from. Uh, this woman named Amanda. Amanda is my, my YouTube shorts community partner. She works with YouTube and all that stuff. And Amanda calls me to, to tell me that, hey, YouTube has selected you to, to make a little video about your journey as a creator because they want to highlight and put a spotlight on you. So on the 30th of this month, YouTube's official YouTube creator uh, Twitter account, which is followed by Casey Neistat, <laughs> Anthony Padilla, like all of it, Ryan Big Higa, heads. all the people that I've like ever idolized, Philip DeFranco, mm. all these YouTubers follow this Twitter account and they're posting a video of me and like they're doing a whole spotlight day thing on me. 
That's going to be crazy. That's going to be like a full circle thing. They're going to be like, hey, I know that guy. I Well, you know, so, I was I was looking at who was following and I was like rewriting what I want to say because I have a minute and 30 seconds and I was like, mm-hmm. I was going to uh, just talk about what I do and then I'm like, I need to throw names in there. So I'm going to do well, like, uh, <laughs> when I'm talking about my work ethic, which I do have like a great work ethic, uh, I'm going to like, you know, a work ethic modeled after one of my favorite YouTubers all time, Casey Neistat, who pioneered the daily vlog in the format that it was for years. Oh, and I, he thought, had I thought you were going to do like some name dropping thing. Like, oh, I, you know, my, my, my boy Phil, no, yeah. out here. I'm well, I was gonna, I was gonna early on and be like, so because it's, it's about my YouTube journey, mm-hmm. right? It's about how I got where I was, what inspired me to do what I do, and it's like, okay, well, it originally was that I was obsessed with watching Ryan Higa, Kev Jumbo, Wong Fu Productions, and Philip DeFranco, and I didn't mm-hmm. want to just, you know, watch them. I wanted to be their friends, and I don't want to be their friends as fans. I want to be their friends as their peers. So I wanted to do YouTube, and that spark you know, what I love in entertainment and comedy and over time. And then that's how it started. And then I'd get into like the work ethic of how I managed to put out eight videos a day every day. You know, I modeled it after Casey Neistat. Hmm. So hopefully everyone's just going to be like, hey, that was me mentioning the video. <laughs> Smosh, Anthony Padilla drops a comment Whoa. in there. Um, and then it's also, I, I think it's an, it's a pivotal conversation of, I have reinvented myself a dozen times over in since I've been making videos on the internet. And, uh, you know, I could throw out Anthony Padilla's name, who, like, was Smosh, and now he's Anthony Padilla separate of Smosh. He makes great content. I don't know if you watch any of his stuff. He interviews a lot of really interesting people, like... Yeah, he did um yeah he did an interview with that guy, uh, what's his name with the voice? Corpse. Yeah, Corpse husband. Yeah, I don't fucking know how to do the corpse voice. Yeah. That's just the regular, that's just my deep voice. That's your, that's your demon Mickey voice. Okay, the thing is, it was never a demon. You guys are a bunch of fucks. <laughs> I just did a deep voice in one video, and they're like, it's the demon, and they like put those very specific That's red-faced emojis yeah, 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 and everything. Yeah. <laughs> the demon Mickey is back. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's what Death of the Author is all about. Oh, you my God. Your, uh, oh, I have my name right there. I didn't even notice. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, nice. um, this overlay, which is very easily done, that's not the permanent logo. Mm. It looks cool, though. I, I made that. But Isaiah's name, originally, I processed the whole video, edited all of it, and it said Isaiah Kendrick. Oof. Uh, yeah. E-I-C-K. I Isaiah Kendrick. <laughs> and Isaiah Kendrick. The German. The German Isaiah Kendrick. Isaiah Kendrick. <laughs> We're here to talk about the podcast. We are here to talk about the podcast. <laughs> the cats are outside. No, we don't talk like with. Zaumensakel. That is the only German words I know. And it's because mm. we watched this. We read this book in high school. Um, and it was about something to do with like the Holocaust, something like that. And there was just like this woman who would call these two kids. Zaumensch and Sockel, which means like pig something and something else. Poor German, you know. Little Zaumensch. It's too bad about the Germans. Everyone only knows them for cars and the Holocaust. <laughs> you drive a Beamer? Yeah. Hitler, your old president? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I guess you're <laughs> Those poor, poor guys. They also have Oktoberfest. Poor Volks. Poor Volks. Volks. Uh, yeah, German. Germany's fucking interesting. Uh, I was just thinking about... I have a German cousin. Did I ever tell you about this? No. Bro, I have this little... He's he's fucking white. He's like half Asian, half German, mm. but he's a fucking white ginger. And he <laughs> lo- Bro, and he looks like... And I haven't seen him in probably like since senior high school, so it's mm. been a really long time. I don't know what he looks like now, but he was like this little kid last time I saw him, and he looks like Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. Hello. And he's also like a bad... Li- His name is Eli, um, and he just like looks Eli. at you... Uh, yeah, he just looks at you and he just goes and he just like smile. He does a little humble smile. Just. Wait, how old is he? At the time, he was probably four. So he was probably like eight or nine. Okay, when he was, I was picturing like a teenager, and I was like, no, 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 no. Looks like the <laughs> Yeah, he looks like little fucking no. Macaulay Culkin. He's always getting into trouble. He's just ridiculous. He's having, having family that looks nothing like you, bro. It's, it's absurd. I have I have some folks on. <laughs> you just ignore the cat. I'm gonna have to <laughs> ignore the cat. It's distracting. It's not like a demon out there. No, he's just. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like when you have family that just like looks nothing like you, and like you're meeting them, it's like this is so crazy how genetics works, bro. <laughs> my my mother is like this little brown woman who looks like she could be like Pakistani or Indian when she's neither of those things, and then her sisters are like straight up Chinese looking women, yes, that's like entirely Southeast Chinese. Southeast Asian, the Burmese folks. It is what it is. Yeah, uh, and then I look the way that I look, and we don't even need to get into my ethnicity. That's uh, that's a fucking that's a well guarded secret here. No one knows the truth about that. There's like a whole part like on my my mom's side, like Mississippi folks, where like just the black people look like they're white. Yeah, like there's like (laughs) there's like you know you know we all know how that happened. But like (laughs) the black people like well it's because they're white people too. Yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) they're fifty (laughs) fifty. It's all about identification. Dark. It's dark. Dark situation. Dark there. turn of the podcast. We dark turn of the podcast. Let's talk about slavery. Let's talk about slavery. <laughs> oh man. Uh, look, let's talk about criticisms of our last episode because we yeah. got we got a couple. <laughs> so thing number one, uh, my friend Maddie said that she was 
loving every second. She liked it overall, but we got really funny and then we got really dark towards the end. We've done this every podcast though, <laughs> and I don't know how to stop it because we'll just be like joshing around. They'll be like, "That's just how we talk normally." Yeah, like, just, <laughs> we'll like, just start having fun. We and then never, we can, yeah. Well, I'll I'll do better about that. I do like getting a little bit more real. Um, you know, Cloud, he's like at the door now. Sounds like. Should a, I let him in? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna make more of a mess in here. Because then all he the kids gonna want to come in. I'm just gonna let him in and close the door. He's the only one that's. <laughs> <laughs> You guys have no idea how I don't hope I don't know if they're okay, I say, I say, stay quiet, stay quiet. I think that I think they could hear what that sounded God like. Could, yeah. I just turned up the gain on that so they could they could potentially hear it. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, <laughs> but look, um that's a it's a healthy criticism and it's one that like I do like a little bit of darkness. I like a little bit of serious topic. I do like to showcase like our lives more. I think Quentin's criticism was that he felt it was more of like a um felt a little bit too um personal almost mm-hmm. like there was too many hometown topics were being yeah, discussed yeah, yeah. to which like eh it is what it is we're, like, you know our, our experience isn't that broad yet so those uh, are our bad days and they're uh, our I, best I, stories quentin get it together no 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 because no, no. <laughs> ideally like as we get older we do more like in this kind of entertainment thing and we go more places to meet different people we'll yeah. have more stories to tell yeah so like it's gonna it's gonna start small right now and then then get bigger yeah, and that and that's the goal. Eventually, we'll not talk about hometown stuff and ex girlfriends and stuff like that. But right now, like all these this LA stuff, the cocaine, bro. It's but crazy. But like, I, I also I also think I've deliberately stayed here in Birmingham for that reason of like mm-hmm. I'm not going to be big time. Like I'm, I I might do movies, I might do other things here and there, and uh, do comedy shows and whatnot. But I mean, hell, Marvel films everything in Atlanta, so it does not. You don't have to be that far away to be big time. Exactly. Well, well, and the thing with that is, I'm never gonna move. I, I or. Maybe not never, but I don't really want to be. I don't want to be Swoozy. Have you guys? There's this YouTuber named Swoozy, everyone and, and Swoozy. back in the day, and yeah, everyone knows him. He did these things, like he did these like little animatics, and he would tell stories. But when he was a Disney cast member living in Orlando, and they were mm. so much fun. Oh my god, like some of my favorite things. It made you want to be a cast member. Made you want to hate certain cast members. It was so incredible. It's probably one of my favorite YouTube series of all time. And now he's famous. He makes a lot of money, and he's in L.A., and his story went from, so then I was at Disney World, and we're riding the rides, and we're chilling, you know, big time chilling, we're having a great time, and then my boss looked at me, and like, like, it was fun, it was like, it was about real life, yeah. and now he's like, and this YouTuber's over at my house, not gonna name names, but <laughs> let's say she's known for a little something, 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 mm. and then, a dande, a dande, I wanna <laughs> have fun with you, I don't wanna do this, and off guys, camera, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian, I'm a good Christian. We have the Lord partake. Jesus Christ in the house. <laughs> but, you know, I had to partake a little bit because we were playing Mario Kart and then she wanted to play Super Smash Bro. So I had to smash, bro. Can we smash Swoozy? Can we smash? So if you guys <laughs> don't I watch Swoozy, if I, you I don't watch, him. no, I like the guy too. Yeah, if you don't watch Swoozy, this was insane. If you watch Swoozy, <laughs> you'd be like, how are both of them so good at the Swoozy impression? <laughs> um, Swoozy, that was like um, like like early high school, late middle school. Like that was my, my like, Swoozy and Dashy and T. Pendel. Dashy XP. Yeah. And uh, that's all the folks I watched. I love Swoozy watching back in the day. I actually DM Swoozy my vines on Twitter mm. way back when. And I sent him like several DMs. The cat's so loud. I sent him <laughs> several DMs uh, about like my vines. Because Philip DeFranco's biggest advice as a young content creator was, Send your videos to people. Shay Carl is one of the biggest vloggers of all time, mm. and he is because of Philip DeFranco. Like he exists in the space because YouTube used to have a reply with a video feature. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. You stopped just ignoring the camera. I'm sorry. It's hard. Stop. They make weird gargling noises. It's like a demon outside the door. I'm sorry. Um, Get back on top. Yeah. So Shay Carl is who he is because he responded to a Philip DeFranco video, and they went back and forth. So it's always been this narrative of I will send my videos to everybody. Mm. So I sent all my videos to Susie on Twitter, and then he was like yo that's crazy do you have these uploaded somewhere and i'm like yeah they're on vine and whatever and then he didn't respond for a while and i was like blah blah blah. Like i sent more messages and he was like yo that was so great thanks for the laughs and it's like all he ever said but he dm me on twitter which i appreciated that was way back mm. in like 2015 you should dm him now i'm, I'm not yeah. verified or anything on twitter I mean, can we talk about yeah. me getting verified and how that's not happening yeah, have you not had? You've had articles written about you now. I've had dozens of articles written about me. I that, YouTube that, that, is doing a spotlight on me. Like that, that I'm verified like a, on YouTube. Like a manager thing. Yeah, uh, and, and like I, super, like super I'm planning big. on on signing with a uh, an agency come January. So like, mm-hmm. if if that pans out and I still end up wanting to work with those people, hopefully I can and 
you know, sign those papers going into into January, and then we'll get the blue check marks. I imagine like the like even like the commentary folks, like the like Drew Gooden, Danny Gonzalez, like Curtis Connor, they all have like a manager or something. They like. all do. Yeah. yeah, they're all signed with different agencies. Most of all of those people that you just mentioned were signed with Collab. The people oh, that okay. I'm signing with actually, they and then they grew out of it. And and I think for my needs right now, the biggest thing is that you have to give up a certain subsect of your ad revenue. Mm-hmm. So for right now, I'm not doing that. I haven't signed those papers because. Uh, YouTubers make most of their money in November and December for like the entire year, and you make little to nothing from January to March. Mm. So I'm I'm just doubling down on being independent for these months, and then I will give some real thought into um into signing with them. But I'm signing them for DRM stuff, which is like digital rights management. My videos exist all over the internet, motherfuckers. Let's, uh, talk, let's, talk, let's, about this. let's talk about Michael <laughs> Theodore Mouse. This fuck. Oh my gosh. So I created the character Michael Theodore Mouse, which is just Mickey British accent. It's not even Mickey with a British accent. It's me with a British accent with a Mickey puppet. It's fucking stupid. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and some fucking asshole on TikTok decides to make a TikTok account called Michael Theodore Mouse, and they just crop and cut my videos and re-upload them. And, and they, he, they, in the comments, they like pretend that they're you. Like they pretend like this is their own yep, stuff. Yep, they do. And and the amount of comments saying that this is stolen, my. I can't even find videos to react to because a big part of me finding videos was people mentioned me and stuff. All my mentions are this guy. I've reported the video. People in the comments are yeah, reporting reported the videos. Like, I've been me, getting DM'd about it. Now he privated his page. Then let me because like uh, when, Bro, I, when he, I did the report thing, it's like it showed up like TikTok deleted my backup account with uh really yeah with with, with like a hundred thousand followers and this account already has ten thousand and all they're doing is they have two viral videos for me. See, this is all the reports I did last night and it says no no violation. So I yep. guess that means they're not literally TikTok. Fine. TikTok has literally said fuck. TikTok. As far as I'm concerned, until they sit down and have a real conversation with me, me, one of their biggest creators, I'm done dealing with this. Like, I'm done. I have the platform for the sake of relevancy. I am a YouTuber. YouTube has treated me well. YouTube has made this a livable income kind of situation for me because there's value to the content that I bring. And we're about to hit a million subs. So just, just tell me how it is that you can have your crap reported and like be taken down immediately but this so, guy you can say anything under the sun bro crazy thing is and like l- have l- nothing l- let me let me blow all. your mind for a second two of those videos were taken down off my account and they're up on his yeah and they get millions of views and he has like 13,000 followers yeah, no, he like pinned them at the top of his page like oh look at like this is my uh this is my I, popular video Let's I hate check people out. I hate people like that parasite. so much they're parasites Absolute they're parasite. the worst with collab I'm signing with them and they're they have I don't know if they have it for TikTok but I know they have it for YouTube where anyone who's re-uploading videos I have power to strike the videos down mm-hmm. That doesn't do anything good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they do is they have the power to claim revenue. So all these channels who have nothing better to do than re-upload my videos. No, bro, I'm, I'm giving you a platform. I'm, I'm giving you, you grow, bro. bro. A, that some guy said that. He didn't he, even have the decency to like try to pretend. Dude, that he had like he, was doing. he <laughs> had like like 500 followers, 500 subs, and he was saying that to me. And at the time, I had 50,000 subscribers. There was no logic to it. Like you were um, getting, you were but yeah, getting collab the, you know. is going to be able to claim that revenue, and then that revenue is going to go to me. Which like fuck it, let them stay up there. The motherfuckers don't even tag me. That's probably the bigger thing is like they'll just call it Mickey Mouse puppet something. Yeah, I, you know, I feel because like really entertaining stuff shows up on my Instagram feed, mm-hmm. and then like, I'll look at the comments and it's like some like general meme page, and they're like DM for credit. Like, yeah. no, how about you DM someone yes. to get their stuff on your page? Yes, instead. yes, 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 yes. And it's one thing for like mm-hmm. viral videos, you know. It's one thing for these smaller, like nobody, no name people on TikTok who just post a video of them being quirky and it goes really viral. I'm not saying you should do that. I'm saying it'd make more sense. But it's like you're taking my videos. I have 5 million on TikTok. I have almost a million on YouTube. I have 100,000 on Instagram. I'm a known person. DM for credit. I'll, and, and for TikTok, the watermarks are always on the videos too. And there, there's like a there's one of the violation things was like a intellectual property, but you had to fill out like a whole form. Yes. So I, I guess like that. making your own stuff is like not intellectual property on its own. Like no, on TikTok. I have to fill out and, and, and you have to fill out an entire like legal form and give them your address and all this stuff. And I was going to do it later because and so now I can't because people he, to steal stuff. Basically. He privated his account, so I can't like claim those videos anymore. Mm. But he privated it before and he's going to unprivate it. He's just a little pathetic, pathetic piece of crap. Um, and uh, yeah, so if you guys get bored, go report Michael Theodore Mouse on TikTok because that is those are all my videos. None of them are his. Yeah, I'm gonna use the platform to go tell you to go harass someone. Yeah, and report them. <laughs> and then, and yeah, then maybe even dox some Michael Theodore Mouse. Michael Theodore Mouse. It's literally a name That's I came his up name? with. It's my freaking name, bro. How, um, dare, how dare you dox this TikToker? Bro, can we TikToker talk about doxing? So last episode of the Bad Days podcast, I talked about two former members of my Discord who publicly tweeted at me. Multiple times under my public Twitter with their public names. They were not private accounts. They were public accounts. And they had I had a crazy person come in the Discord being like, hey, you need to be really careful. You're doxing people. 
it's pretty irresponsible you to have a platform at this size in your doctor. I'm like, dude, what? They publicly said things, and I talked about it publicly. Also, this podcast is my least popular thing by a big margin. Yeah, I don't know why I watch this, bro. Nobody watches this. <laughs> Unless you're a diehard <laughs> fan or you're a friend. Probably not watching this as of yet. And maybe maybe people, if you're watching this in a couple months, this is the, one of the most popular platform or podcasts on Twitter and stuff, or not Twitter, yeah. on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Hell yeah, I did my job. But, um, you know, the thing was, if they'd reach out to me that they were getting harassed, I would have gone through, edited, and muted the names. Yeah. But they didn't reach out to me. Some other guy did. And then, and, and so you know I found out what they were calling me? They were calling me a nunce on Twitter. And it's like a British term. And mm-hmm. I thought it meant like an asshole or a loser or a douche. It means pedophile. So they'd been sitting there on my Twitter for months, literally tweeting at everything that I would say, every time I was talking about me losing my account, calling me a nunce. Calling me a pedophile. And maybe it's just like a casual term in Britain, but in America, you're not just like, hey, pedophile. <laughs> hey kid toucher hey kid fucker hey michael the molester <laughs> no you don't fucking say anything like that and these guys are like you're a fucking nunce nunce dude don't you dare accuse me of something like that bro i'm bro zay will tell you my 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 little time on dating apps over the summer anybody mentions which out of every 10 matches seven of them would say are you the mickey guy from tiktok because it was really popular Jeez. over that summer uh i would not talk to them after that not because they're not sweet girls or great, but because there's a power dynamic that's been in play, and yeah. I'm not going to fuck around with that. I'm not going to put somebody in a compromised position, and I'm not going to put my career and my life on the line just to feel good for... Ten- like, it, there's no value in that, right? Yeah. Uh, and these motherfuckers are calling me nunces. They're accusing me of being a pedophile. Yeah, I'm not I'm not doxing you guys uh, who... I, I'm, I'm publicly making comments about public comments that were made about me. Yeah. And one of them, I think they privated their Twitter account now, mm. so... Hey, that person is now private. I'm not gonna t- and and I wasn't. I never told people to go harass him anyways. It was just passing a story. But this guy was just white knighting in the Discord. And then this is how he ended the night. He put spoilers for Spider Man uh, No Way Home into my my Discord after specifically we talked about it. Someone's like, "Did you see the spoilers?" I said, "No, I really don't want to see them actually." Um, and then he pretended like everything was okay. And then he said, "Fuck you guys. Star Wars and Marvels are for virgin losers. You guys fucking suck." And then he put. Uh, pictures and screen caps of spoilers from the Spider-Man movie into the Discord. I didn't see that. I must have been. I cleared, I cleared it all. I cleared it all because I got really upset. I, I I erased all the the chat stuff. So you know the bad days Discord. It's finally been rebranded. Yeah. Um. It's cool. We had a lot of fun. We did a so. Bad Days is going to be streaming on Twitch from now on. So my mm-hmm. Twitch page is the Bad Day stream, and I'm going to do Mickey streams and stuff like that on my YouTube channel. But the Bad Day stream on Twitch, we had like a lot of fun. We streamed for like two and a half hours the other yeah, day, it was and chill. we we had so much fun. We like looked at TikTok videos and we hung out with uh, Discord fans. Folks. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's so fun. Like we we are genuinely having such a great time uh, doing what we're doing. Um, but yeah, it's it got a lot more members last night. I don't know if you saw like a hundred people join last night. No, because I randomly shouted out in the middle of the stream. I was like, "Hey, yeah, so we have a Discord. We hang out." Like a bunch of notifications on my thing. You know, I you know, I don't want to make it all dramatic and stuff. But it was just you know, I'd have I've yet to have a good time in that Discord up until that moment. Up until yeah, yeah. It's it's because it's a lot of like back in the day. It was a lot more active we had a lot more people talking and mm-hmm. chilling and hanging out and now it's a little inactive and there's more members so it's yeah. scarier of like there's like there's this little fucking little terrorist amongst the the, <laughs> the flocks of normal people in the among middle of that us. discord there's a bunch of people among us yeah <laughs> but mm. you know i digress it's cool i'm excited uh, a big thing is i announced that the bad days merch i'm going to make it exclusive to the discord members first mm. for about mm, well i think we will do a 24 hours exclusive on the discord pre-order stuff and then it's going to go to the phone line which my partner for for bad days has been setting that up and then we release it to the public so give a little exclusivity so if you guys really want to get in on bad days early the phone line the discord i'm gonna be putting everything in there and i'm dude i'm excited i haven't gotten to see the proofs of the merch yet but um that and Worst case scenario, we work with somebody different. We use this logo. I think this logo is tight. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I'd fuck with this logo. On it, it works pretty. Like it works cool. well. But yeah, the, the new logo, all this stuff is going to be, it's so exciting. And I and I asked the stream last night, um, which, by the way, I streamed on YouTube for the very first time last night. Oh, had, I missed that. Had about 1,000 viewers and on the low end at like 600. I don't think I ever wow. got below 600. It's awesome, which well, I have how almost. Come, a, how come YouTube is more than, than Twitch? I have a million subscribers. Ah. On Twitch, I have 500 followers. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it, won't it? That'll yeah. be the difference maker. Um, but yeah, I got to to stream, and I literally just recorded me making videos, <laughs> and I talked to them while I was doing it, 
and uh, it was fun, man. And a lot of people are still commenting on that live stream because I left it up publicly, mm-hmm. and they love it. And they're like, I was here. Now they're commenting on every video when it gets uploaded. I watch this get made live, and hey. I love it. I love it. It like gives That's you such kind of engagement we want around. No, here. it is. And I asked them like, hey. How do you guys feel about bad days? Would you buy? I gave him. I gave him the whole story of like why your bad days are your best stories. Like why this is my brand. Why this is what I do. And uh, they were like loved it. They we loved need it. To get a shout out from AJR or something like that. That's yeah, that'd be dope. This is this is the look, whole point. Look, it, it, it was separate from AJR now, but like you the know, thing is, is the, the thing is, I almost don't want that. Really? I really want to separate further. I want to mm. separate further because your bad days being your best stories and a hundred bad days made a hundred good stories. Same root concept. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for me, it went deeper than just like, they're talking about, man, I tripped and stumbled at a party and I broke my thumbs and now it's a good day. <laughs> and that's awesome. And, and obviously it was a stripped down concept for a song. But for me, it's like, no dude, my worst heartbreak, me getting dumped by my ex-girlfriend and being like, like sitting there crying and then having my former best friend come pick me up and take me to a comic book store. I tell that story all the time. And it's like a great, great great story it's one of my favorite things and and like that is a bad day that is my best story it's less of like got a little drunk and i broke my thumbs funny it's it's just more of like legitimate tragedy has made for comedy in my life it's made for for levity and uh it's not where it came from in the slightest so um you know it'd be cool in the future but right now i'm very happy with with keep with separating it further right because bad i mean bad days is me I really want this to be more known for me than anything else. Because 100 bad days made 100 good stories. Your bad days are your best stories. Same root concept. But, like, yeah. but you know, different different narrative. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, I, I expect that the merch line is going gonna, is gonna to outgrow me, which is exciting. That's ideally. Yeah. That's it's going to be really cool. I expect to see people wearing bad days that I don't fucking know who they are and they don't know who the podcast. fuck I am. What is this? Who the fuck cares about the podcast? The Mickey Mouse guy on TikTok? Who the fuck cares about the Mickey yeah. Mouse guy <laughs> on TikTok? There's one comment on the guy that stole your, uh, your for your person's, uh, stole your videos. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, this guy's still doing this? Oh, and then someone else, oh no, that, this isn't him. This is another guy that stole the content. I was like, oh, this, this is conflicting yeah. right here. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of people... Uh, are people like still like re- receiving Mickey Mouse stuff? Well, so the issue is that I'm probably still getting like ten to twenty five million views a week on TikTok, but because I can't publish new content as often, they literally took down a video from December. December over a year ago, they just took it down and it, and it revoked my my uploading privileges. So because I can't upload on TikTok, people aren't seeing me as often. So it's becoming like a thing of like if I do come back, there will be a resurgence, and they'll be like, "Yo, oh fuck this guy, he's back," and then yeah. "Oh, we missed you, whatever." There's gonna be a healthy mix of both. People are incels. I don't really read comments. Like, <laughs> yeah. straight up, I can't. Um, I maybe read Discord stuff. I read, like, Instagram DMs. But outside of that, like, comments on videos are just, like, a fucking cesspool. On YouTube, it's better. YouTube has been funny. Yeah. I have I have YouTube Even comments that I it enjoy. It depends on, like, what, like, because sometimes people can, like, you know, on Reddit, there's, like, brigades. Have you been on my comment section? Uh... I I've been on your your shorts comment sections are pretty cool like yeah. that's pretty much you know, pretty yeah. much all the old. but yeah, like you know I just you know I've no I'm not saying YouTube I was talking about specifically my YouTube comment section okay kind. Yeah. no no, no in I'm general not. YouTube comments are not oh yeah let me be a female YouTuber and literally <laughs> do anything and see what my comments look like <laughs> yeah, fuck no. no man that's that's it's insane it's insane uh, people have no respect for anybody in this industry so uh, yeah no but my comments so far have been pretty tame on YouTube they've been. They've been pretty lax. I have my haters. I have the people that are always going to despise me for what I do. Uh, and then, you know, who cares? Uh, truly, we got into a little bit of drama this week. We're actually, I, I talked about it publicly in the Twitch stream, but I'm not going to like throw names out here. Mm. But a fellow YouTube creator, a TikTok creator, uh, started beef with me this week. I didn't know about this. No, you knew about this. We talked about it on the stream. Cause you didn't, you didn't, I didn't read you all of it, and I read it all to the, the oh, tissue. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 which is just it, it's the dumbest thing ever, and it's what happens when you give fucking little kids power. Um, you give them followers, and they act like little 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 dictators. That's why they have to have adults in the room to manage them? They do. Yeah, their mommies are their managers. Um, but yeah, besides the point, it's fun to get in a little internet drama. It's not fun because it's like, <laughs> stressful and annoying, but it's like. Dude, well, speaking of which, uh, Keemstar is retiring now. Fuck yeah. What a piece of shit. Good stuff. What a piece of shit. <laughs> hey, someone clipped this into the Keemstar uh, tweet at him. Hey, my name's Hassan Kader. This is the Bad Days Podcast. I'm a YouTuber. I'm a TikToker. I think you are one of the most scummy, pathetic people that have ever existed on the internet. You have publicly brought uh, accused people of being a pedophile who are not a pedophile. You have targeted people and caused suicide. You caused Etika's suicide. That is on you. And... Uh, you're dating a girl. You're in your fifties, and you're dating a nineteen-year-old. I'm in my twenties, and I wouldn't date a nineteen-year-old. Yeah, how you old is he? F- in his fifties, bro. He's like forty, fifty. 
40s to 40. I thought he was like 20 something. I look at 20. No, not 20. I like, 20? Like, like at least early 30s. Robert, he like has that. his own kids. He has. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't uh, know. I only know him from the iDubs <laughs> video. That's pretty much all I know him from. I can't believe you watch iDubs. Uh, age, bro. Keemstar is 39 years old. Oh my god. He's 39. Fucking leafy is here. <laughs> Keemstar is 39 years old yeah. and he's dating a 19 year old. I wouldn't date an. I'm 23. <laughs> period. Point blank. Hmm. I would not date a 19 year old. I feel uncomfortable talking to a 19 year old. And he's just like, I'm Killer Keemstar. Let's get <laughs> right into underage nudes. <laughs> fucking freak, man. I hate that guy. Besides the point, let's let's hop off YouTube drama. Yeah. Um, let's well, talk about up hometown drama. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, well, actually, abuse. we could. I talked to a friend today, uh, or a couple days ago. Her name's Hayden Woods. She won most likely to be a famous YouTuber along with me, senior oh. in high school. Does she listen to this podcast? I don't think she does, but I'll I'll, I'll send this her way. Um, yeah. But. Hayden, super sweet person, really nice. We were never really that close, but she's been super kind to me. She's been in my comment section, hyping me up. Yeah, she was my dance partner in show choir. We did show choir in middle numbers. school. That's for life, baby. Always. Show choir for life. Camille <laughs> Brown, my show choir dance partner, who Same. we're friends now, but when we were in show choir, she didn't say a single word to me <laughs> at all. And we, we've talked about it since and laughed, and she like cringes out of her mind. It's so funny. We all cringed ourselves back in the day. We all did very cringy, cringy stuff. But I talked to, talked to Hayden, and uh, she runs this new social media company called Bear Social Media, which is really cool. Uh, but I asked her if she could run. So like, I need to get my videos onto Facebook and that's going to be your job when you move here and, and like logistically like, do that for me. Cause I fucking hate Facebook and I don't want to learn about it. I don't want to deal with it. And all it needs to be is like, take one for the team. Huh? Yes. You're going to get paid for it. So, <laughs> uh, so I'm talking to her about taking those responsibilities at least for the month until you're working for me. Um, but we talked a little bit of tea. We talked about some Hoover folks, whatever. And just like the fact that my name just comes up all the time now. Really? Because I'm famous and I'm in this stupid, like I'm famous. You can't see yeah. this. This is an audio podcast, but there's air quotes going on. Yeah. I'm famous. <laughs> um, and people just want to talk about it. I don't know. I come up in conversation. Wait, what, what do they say? It's just like it comes up. It's just a topic conversation. Like, like Huston's oh, he's doing good Huston's right now. Doing that, or, no, I, I, I do the same thing when I'm like, but I don't think it would be like a like a position of like like in like a like admir- I think it's like a Huston literally got famous. Isn't that weird? <laughs> like what? <laughs> he's like a famous person now. It, it's weird that I'm actually because I'm like you're not just a tangential person in my life, so I can't just I don't really have any opportunity to be like oh Huston's like famous. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Huston's like a celebrity yeah, now. That guy that you remember from high school? Like no, I remember he took from, over YouTube's YouTube. I remember Twitter. From and high school and middle school now so it's yeah and preschool don't forget that we've been around each other for quite some time Um, time, yeah yeah, it's a it's interesting but we talked about that we talked about there's this girl who went to our high school and uh they like literally are the one of the worst people i've ever met in my life not they're not they're not like a hate crime people like other people we know in the high school Mm. um a.m that and those initials are easily the most racist terrible person we've ever met oh yeah yeah, yeah. a.m and then b.m uh, actually, fuck it. His name? Wait, no, wait. I can't do that one. This is gonna be. That's gonna be bad. No, 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 no. I'm gonna stop right there. Uh, yeah, oh, great, great, great. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, so AM and BM are probably the most racist people ever. This person dated BM, but they're just like really, really dramatic, and they like think they're an influencer. And our friend, or my friend Shayla, she graduated from Hoover, and she ended up being really popular. She has like 400,000 followers on Instagram. Mm. She hustled that stuff. This girl blocked her, blocked Shayla, just because Shayla got more famous. But like, this girl maybe has 6,000 followers on Instagram. Like, it's not even a thing. Uh, but she like posts things like an influence. You know how cringy it is? Like, influencers with their super fucking... Uh, like crazy filters, and they're like I'll wearing just, like, like post something from your house, and like, hey, what's up, guys? I'm in my new million dollar mansion. Here's Dude. my car. Here are my cats. So they like here's my couch. Like, like 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 they put like makeup scrub or like skin care cream and like avocado things on their face, and like like those kind of selfies. Like it's just very oh. cringe. Which I think it's cringe when influencers do it. I think it's so when normal people do it, it's fucking hysterical, <laughs> and I don't understand why you would ever do that. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, she does a lot of that and did a lot of that for a while. And uh, we were just talking about her because she was like a crazy, like, uh, I own this camera right here that's filming this podcast. It's a Canon T6i, and I bought it to make YouTube videos in a junior high school, and I ended up not making YouTube videos with it. I took a lot of people's pictures, so I became, like, kind of like the camera guy at my high school. And it was a lot of fun, and I loved loved the camera. Were you on the yearbook thing? Did you do something? No, but I took all the pictures in the yearbook. Oh. Uh, Yeah, the girl who did the yearbook, um, super nice girl, pretty much used all my pictures. Which, like, if you go through it, I have, like, a couple, like, there's, like, a credit thing thanking me in the back of the yearbook. Mm. But, um, yeah. 
So there were moments in, as I was a senior class officer and this girl was too, where they'd be like, oh, we need pictures for this thing. Hudson can take the picture and she'd just be like, I have a camera too. <laughs> like they have like a photography Instagram kind of thing. Oof. Yeah. And, and it's just like very cringe and they'd like get really hysterically upset for no reason. And they like also wanted to be a YouTuber, wanted to be like that. And it's like, there's more, there's more than enough room for everybody to yeah, be this, but it's not, not a, like a small pie to cut yeah. from. Uh, but they'd be like really petty and weird about that. Uh, yeah, just, you know, it was it was a very strange thing. But now they work for like a startup that's essentially doing uh, brand deals for athletes. Because now college athletes community, it's a cool idea. But essentially, her Instagram is just like <laughs> her just being like, "Look at the athletes!" Like 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 she'll take a picture of a bunch of fucking ski boards or whatever, and then tag Sean White, this person. And I'm not saying they don't work for their agency; they probably do work with mm-hmm. them. But it's like. Do you see me tag every time I work with a famous person or do anything on my Instagram story? <laughs> I don't. I don't do that because I don't have to do that because I am. Famous. It like, comes across as like a little desperate. Like you're it, like, it oh, comes you're, across you're as very much being like sidelined right now. Like there's a there's a girl that we know who's super sweet. They're a nice person, but they like lived in L.A. for a little while, and they just like post. They, L.A. was a miserable experience for them, but they're uh, <laughs> they loved it because of the clout they got. I live in L.A. <laughs> Like you don't even know. Like I'm an LA girl, and I don't even want to go to LA. For bro, they and and they saved a bunch of pictures. Mm-hmm. So when they moved back to Birmingham, they were still posting pictures like they were living in LA for a while. That's pretty smart. Yeah. TBH. No, that's good. It's like, genius. Actually you know, like, it's it's actually <laughs> like a fucking move. I yeah, I agree with it. I'd I fuck. I fuck with it on a marketing standpoint. But um, yeah. There's like a lot of people like just you're very cloud hungry. I don't care about the cloud, bro. I like threw up a makeshift post when I hit 100,000 followers on Instagram. Motherfuckers buy cakes and they have like posters (laughs) made and they have like mylar balloons that say 100,000, one and like six zero balloons. No, I just like, I was like, oh fuck. And I posted a picture I'd already posted on Instagram (laughs) and then I put a couple of new... I mean, but you know, the followers help. Like they're not not something that I want to have, you know, I don't want you to shun the idea of having a whole bunch of followers. That's certainly good. No, 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 it's it's like a marker of success. It's a huge marker of success. Instagram, like... I didn't post on Instagram. I was doing TikTok. I was very successful on TikTok. I didn't post any of my short form videos on Instagram because I was I was afraid of being made fun of. And I was afraid of my ex-girlfriend's friends watching my Instagram and them like making fun of me to her or her being embarrassed of me and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. when when I ended stuff with her, when all that stuff was was cold turkey over, it was beginning uh like May of uh of this year, that's when I started to post stuff on to Instagram as well. And since May to now, I've gained 103,000 followers on Instagram. So that's mm. it's huge for me. Um, and Instagram has always been one of those social medias where like people look at your value on Instagram. Like TikTok, you have a million followers, but you have like ten, like a thousand on Instagram. It's like you're not really yeah. famous. Now it's like Hassan is a public figure, and there's a hundred k. There's no denying that. Uh, but yeah, a lot of people just like live for the clout, and I don't necessarily like. I don't care about clout. Like follower count doesn't do much to me. It helps me in. Uh, being a better entertainer and having a bigger platform and and being able to employ my friends and and do that it's not it's not much for like look at all Sorry. the famous people I'm around but speaking of famous people I did a collab this week with the comic historian and he's not my that man. famous like look in comic book circles is a famous guy in normal circles is not he has two million subscribers and Zay will tell you how long I've been watching comic story yeah, I've been watching comic story since like middle school yep I don't know, has he been around for that long he was he was around right at the the very end of that I think like he's what got me really in like I was like I watched like the flash a little bit but even before I was watching like the CW shows I, I got into comics because he's the one that broke down all the stories because yep. I couldn't like just go out and buy a bunch of no comics. no and, and 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 for me I watched young justice and that really like made me interested and then I looked up like a young justice thing and the comic story came up and he does these complete stories. So if you've ever been interested in comic books, like outside of the movies, they, he basically makes an audio drama with the comic book panels moving across the screen, the screen. And, uh, I got just so severely into that. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, two seconds. Connor, you're on the podcast. What's up, dude? Uh, oh shit. <laughs> Yo, you can't cuss on the fucking podcast, dude. Dude, we're a Christian podcast. <laughs> this is a Christian podcast. Yo, what are you up to, bro? I think that me and Graham are about to uh, go throw some discs, so I was just going to offer you a spot, but you guys are podcasting. Yeah, we're podcasting, and then I think I'm going to be kicking it with uh, my dad for a little bit, getting some grocery stuff done, but I'll shoot me a text. Just keep me posted on what y'all are up to, and we'll we'll, we'll see what's what. Bye, buddy. Bye, buddy. Love you. Talk to you later. Love that I just did that in the middle of the pod. <laughs> uh, I just put him on the spot like that. So, comic story. Yeah. I mean, uh, I got so invested in his videos, and I loved watching him. And around 
March or maybe April, maybe May even, I was when I'd like really taken off on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I've been in the comic store in Discord for a long time, and at some point I'd messed him and like, hey, I see you're playing some uh, Modern Warfare. You need a fourth for tonight? And he's like, I just got really angry and I'm hopping off for the night, but uh, you know, I'll keep you in mind for later. So like, he responds to his Discord yeah. messages. So I was like, oh fuck, that's cool. When I started to really take off on TikTok, I noticed that they weren't doing short form content, mm-hmm. and I like hit him up, gave him some advice, some friendly advice. We went back and forth, kind of became buddies, and then we got a lot closer in the last couple of weeks. He he really really helped me. He hopped on the phone with me. I had an offer from an agency called BBTV, and he talked me through a lot of that stuff. He taught me a lot about premium ads. He taught me how I need to handle money as a creator because logistically, like, there's a lot of things that go into that. Um, and he's just been like a great help. And at the end of our last conversation about like YouTube stuff and like finances and all that stuff, I was like, by the way, if you're watching Young Justice on Absolutely Marvel and DC and need an extra man for a review, uh, that's is my favorite show of all time. And I'm literally, uh, which will tell the other story that's related to Young Justice in a mm-hmm. second too. Um, and he's like, yeah, of course. And then he had me on, and their their Young Justice episodes are usually like 13 minutes. That was a 20. 20- five minute episode Hell yes, because brother. we were just riffing and talking about comics and it was one of those moments where i'm like this is this is so surreal like you're doing this like the thing like you watch this guy in middle school and now you're like I, I wa- platform actually and, doing it and i had fun and and like like it, it wasn't just one of those things where like some people invite you invite somebody for a collab and it's like very awkward and uncomfortable i felt like i was part of the comic story and team and we vibed i think the one thing i did wrong and dan i don't know if you'd be listening to this but dan if you're listening I didn't let Dan speak enough. At one point, oh. me and Benny were like, well, we've gone for eight minutes straight, so Dan, what do you think? <laughs> and we've just been... Good impression. T- um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was super funny because he, he opens it with like, okay, so it's Hassan, right? It's like, well, it's Hassan. He goes, okay, Hassan, I got it this time. And then Dan's like, so, uh, you know, in my experience, Benny is going to mess this up. <laughs> and he's like, he now that he's said it wrong twice, he will get it wrong. And he opens the episode and be like, this is Hassan. And at the end, he goes, Hassan, right? <laughs> and we just had laughs. But, like, I had a little comment there. And I was just like, oh, don't mm. worry, Dan. I'm a longtime viewer of Comic Story. And I'm mm. well aware that he's going to pronounce things I was wondering wrong. about, like, because we talked about this a little bit on stream the other day, about how he... Like how this kind of thing can make like money without like not make money, but like how how he can get away with like basically well, have the whole story it, on it. I mean, the thing is that like DC give, gave them permissions because hmm. I like I, as I'm trying to do like short stories and like, how do I get away with like I that. do and like you know and like one of the things I did notice about like especially nowadays there's like a, a there's a whole like industry of like people that will read comics and like have like voiceovers of like the panels and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like you know I guess if if you're like it's it actually might be like an honor to have someone do that for you but you know it's a little it's a little weird well i don't know how protective people are over their art so so, they they alter the panels and text and images for sure but i think the bigger thing with that is would would either you or me be into comics if comics weren't in exist that's true yeah it's true and it it really gets people in the door i have bought i've probably spent like thousands of dollars in comic books over years now it's comic story and then who's the guy that did the invincible comics um oh i have no idea that guy's incredible yeah i I like him too i'll find him he was super interesting um but yeah i uh, I got into comics because stuff like that. So I think they realize like the best advertisement for comics is going to be the comic story channel. Yeah. So like Webtoons, they're doing this whole Batman and Friends series thing. Mm-hmm. They reached out to Comic Story immediately to cover it. Like they, he didn't even do it on his own. Yeah. And it's been this really fun thing. We talk about it a little bit in our Young Justice episode where we're like, they're doing a live action one version of the thing that we were watching, the uh, the, the Batman the, family thing. The Batman family values. Yeah, you know, and they already casted Nightwing and stuff like that. And I'm like, I think it's going to be like a Hallmark movie, <laughs> like a DC <laughs> Comics Hallmark movie. Um, but actually, like, you know, I at first I was against the prim, not against it, but I was like, oh, this is weird. There's going to be like a slice of life thing with Batman in it. But that's actually pretty interesting because it's all the stuff we don't usually see. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like it, in the nerd side of me, like, what what universe is this? And it's like, what, this, is this the six one six? Six one six. Six one six is Marvel it's like Comics. Totally it's the main different. Marvel continuity. <laughs> this Earth uh, One. This is Earth, Earth Two. Earth Prime. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it, I I really like it. I'm a big fan of that. And the the, the moment of like working with Comic Storian and mm. and and Benny's like, yeah, we got to get you on again because like, they're they're great. They haven't watched Young Justice as many times as me, and they don't. Like Benny does other things while he's watching, so he's not like paying hundred percent attention. Half what the do time. you mean he does it? The- like he'll like put on like when he's really interested, he'll just like watch the episode. But if mm-hmm. not, he's like cooking, and he's got Young Justice on the screen, oh. which I do that too on like certain shows and stuff yeah, like that. Dep- you gotta um, have, yeah, you know, that, when that's the kind of story the Mars story show. went on for a while with Young Justice, which you haven't caught up on that, and he was just like, "I'm done, I'm done, I'm cooking, <laughs> and I'm watching this, whatever." My ours, um, yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, what do you call it? I just like have a lot more of like the the fun facts about it because I've seen every episode so many times, uh, and we we had a lot of fun with that. So I get to be like the comic book, the Young Justice expert. The in Young the crew. Justice is one of those shows where it's like, it's not just like the like the fun comic book 
like kind of sh- it's like a lot of drama and no. it's not like cw shows like with drama but it's like actual like it's like character we, drama that makes sense for like the characters to do that kind of thing if we gave greg wiseman and brandon vietti the two showrunners like the keys to the dc kingdom and they we made them kevin feige we would have some of the best movies of all time come out because like Cause DC, they're so like good. dc has in my opinion dc has better, better characters yeah. than marvel does by far and even though i'm wearing captain america show right now but like dc like it just like leagues above Marvel in terms of like the comics themselves. So if like, it it makes no sense how the universe worked out. <laughs> where now Marvel is like the king of like comic book stuff with right like now. C list characters. Yeah, with like Thor, Iron Man. Who cares about Thor? Who the fuck cares about Iron Man? <laughs> Iron Man was like a C D list character. Like nobody. And besides, my, we're getting on the nerd thing, and I want to I want to do no. this separately sorry, on a whole sorry, different sorry. channel. Sorry. We're nerdy um, boys. We're super nerdy, but yeah, it's it's if you give the keys of the kingdom to some people who like actually know what they're doing, you're gonna get something great out of it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Young Justice is one of my favorite shows of all time. In that vein, Young Justice is one of my favorite shows ever. My favorite character of all time. One of my two favorite characters is Wally West. And Wally West is one of the Flashes. Oh. Not Kean Lonsdale in fucking the Flash CW show. That's not Wally West. What I'm thinking of. Barry. Sorry, he, he does a fine job. A I like the guy. Yeah. Um, I thought he was way more fun on Legends of Tomorrow when he was on that, and I was very sad that he left the cast. He didn't stay on the cast because he had an option too. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite shows. Uh, Getting Just my favorite show of all time, Wally West, my favorite character of all time. My first car that I love to death, his, the car's name was Wally West. My current yes, car's name is Dick Grayson, so my second favorite character is Nightwing. Uh, I just shot a random DM to the voice of Wally West on Instagram from Young Justice, and I was just like, I love your work. Like, it wasn't even, like, a thing. I wasn't trying to start a conversation. I was just mm-hmm. like, hey, man, I'm just a big fan of everything you've done. He voiced his character in Zatch Bell, which is another show growing up, and then he DMs me back. Mm-hmm. And we go back and forth, and then we start sending each other voice messages, and now I literally have, like, voice recordings on my phone yes. of Jason Spizak's voice, and then he just calls me. He's like, I, I was telling him that I just got a new office and that, like, it's echoey as fucking here, which it's not anymore because there's a rug and there's a couch, yes. but it was an empty room. It was echoey. And he just FaceTimes me. He goes, I want to show you my booth. And he shows me, like, where he <laughs> records Wally's voice. And he's like, Yeah, so we're going to get you an area rug. We got to get you bass traps for the ceiling. And he just <laughs> sounds like Wally West. Like, it sounds incredible. It's weird because I, I pictured him being, like, 20 something in my head with his voice. But yeah, now he, he's, like, he's like, 40 something right yeah he has like oh gray my hair dude, and, and he's an incredible guy i mean we talked about how he's lacking social media presence he literally from the ground up built his friend a house like he's just like one of those guys his friend has like like a, i think it was like a daughter with a disability or something like that so he just during during the pandemic built his daughter a, uh, built his his friend a house and i'm like here's the thing it's not selfish for you to publicize that on social media um and, and the thing with that is, is if you feel like it's scummy, you feel uncomfortable to do that, you're like, I just want to be this genuine thing. You do that, you publicize it, you get eyes on it, and then you donate the money to charity and you have it publicly be like, hey, this is a, a charity thing. And he's like, I had never thought about it that way. Hmm. So we had like someone share each other. And then, you know, there's this thing of like, it left an impact on him. I, I had this conversation back and forth where I was like, hey, I'm not a, a voice actor, you know? And he goes, here's the difference between you and a voice actor. They call themselves voice actors, and you have a million followers, and they don't. <laughs> so uh, we just like had this little moment, and it was me and Wally West. Which, by the way, I'm doing a killer Wally West a little bit. I, I mean, don't know yeah, if you picked I mean, up on that. It's pretty, it's pretty I stellar. Coming for your job, Jason. Yes. He also voiced like the Joker in Teen Titans Go. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's voicing a League of Legends character right now. He's he's done so much. He did something in the Dragon Prince. I know you like that show. Oh, I love the Dragon Prince. Yeah, he's he's just a phenomenal voice actor. But yeah, it's. God, it's been one of the most out-of-body experiences of my life just to have people know me that I love and that I know and that I watch. Like Dan from Comic Story. And I mean, I've watched him for years. And Benny knows me because I reach out to Benny. Dan's like, I've seen your videos. Oh. The Slice <laughs> Mickey Mouse video. I've seen this on my For You page. And it's just, uh, it's it's been really, really surreal and out-of-body. It's like, you know, all this stuff's paying off. It is. I feel like this has been the most full-circle year of my life. One year yeah. ago right now, I'd just gotten back from L.A. and I'd been like, I think it's time for me to restart making videos. Uh, because you, you weren't making, you were just like I was done. Stuff. I was done. Really? Yeah. I, I wasn't even re-uploading. I wasn't using it. Oh, I was over it. I was over stuff. it. I was completely over TikTok. I was over making content. I was focusing on real estate. And I was like, I think I want to be a creator again. I think I want to have fun. I want to do it big. And then I came back and here we are a year later and it's my job. It pays my house. Hopefully it'll employ you. I have this beautiful silver plaque behind me and I'm going to have a gold one by the end of today. Mm. You know, like it's, it's been a wow, really monumental a moment um, for me. This has been one of the most impactful years of my life. Cause I, I was really depressed not too long ago. And 
the year, the COVID year was really hard on me. I had familial issues and I, I have terrible family situations now. And I, you know, I had the ex-girlfriend situation, which, you know, if you guys know anything about having an ex-girlfriend and having young love and that whole thing, like it tears you up inside and it really messes with your ability to perceive reality. I managed to get out of that. I managed to separate myself from my family issues and, and have what I have now. And have I feel a house, have some kitty cats. Yes. And now Zay, it's Zay's turn. Now it's my turn. Because everybody in the com- everyone comment below, Zay, move out of your parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> Don't move back into mom and dad's house when you graduate Lol. in December. Come come live with us, which we have about 10 minutes left, and I just remembered this one thing. So mm-hmm. we have a friend who's a teacher uh, at, a, at a high school. He's mm-hmm. a choir teacher. We can't say his name because he's been very clear. Anonymity is important. His name is Nathan. <laughs> so you imagine that was really no. His name's not actually Nathan, no. but let's call him Nathan. Mm. Let's call him Nathan. Now Nathan's a choir teacher now, and uh, Nathan's first day being a choir teacher, and he's our age. He's twenty-two, so uh, that is the tiniest age gap ever because you're teaching eighteen-year-olds and you are twenty-two. Yeah, it's absurd. Uh, but he's he's teaching in his first day of class. Some girl raises her hand and be like, "Hey," he's like, "Hey, what's your question?" And he goes, "Are you friends with the Mickey Mouse guy from TikTok?" <laughs> and then just like. I'll see you after class. Um, <laughs> and they they have a conversation, and she's like, yeah, I follow him on Instagram, and he posts pictures of his friends, and you're one of the friends. And he's like, please just don't talk about this. Like, Don't bring <laughs> this up with other people. Um, so we keep we keep that under wraps. Well, they would have to do like a background check on him or something. They would, they... but the thing is, like, what's appropriate and what isn't appropriate? Because he's mm-hmm. scared, right? He can't be in my videos. He doesn't want to be. Mm-hmm. He can't even... Because uh, I was even nervous about that, like if I was applying to law school and someone was doing like a background check or any kind of job. But the thing is, like... But like I'm not doing anything well, wrong. This is the modern age now, you know. Like, yeah. is it inappropriate for a female teacher to post a bikini picture on Instagram? Mm. Or is that a person living their lives? Or are, are we allowed to dictate like what they can I think and you cannot should be do? Able to separate it, but like in reality, it's like it's, it's you know the kids it, will it look it up. Doesn't, doesn't work out like that, and it's gonna, it can create. There's a person stuff. we know. Ah, man, I can't, and I don't think you'll know who they are off, uh, you'll know who they are when I tell you. Yeah. But they have a TikTok account, and they have like ninety nine thousand followers. Um. They have it because they had they had one two videos go viral when their teachers viralized in like a million each. So that'll mm. probably get you up to like twenty five fifty thousand. The other fifty thousand is because they have really big boobs and they did a dancing video because they were a sorority girl. That video is is missing from their TikTok. But all of the videos of them being like teachers doing dancing trends and stuff. Now that they're like a, like an elementary school teacher, um, mm. but it's like it's a thing. complicated. Like it's like it's like a, a lot of nuance to it. Cause, yeah. you know, and and I know. think like like. Nathan is afraid to to be in any of my videos. He like, uh, he had one that went stupidously viral, hmm. and I'm not a allowed. You like two or like. Two. But that was like one of my favorite videos I've ever made, and now he can't do that because he's scared. Can a teacher have an OnlyFans account? You know, can a teacher have hmm. uh, their own like lives outside? Like, like I, I might, I might like the results of legality here, but uh, it's ultimately up to the employer to decide whether or not they're willing on they're willing to take on that risk, and like the teacher themselves, because like you know if. They have to be aware of what the co- the possible consequences are. Yeah, like they, these are these are grown folks. Um, I I don't know. It's, it's it's a very on, on one hand, issue. it's like it's your it should be your life. Well, when you clock out of school, that should be the you're you're not a teacher anymore. You're your person. But yeah, that's not how it's not how reality yeah. works. You bring well, your the work thing, home. It's like, it's like Nathan comes over for a drink and stuff like that, and we go out and get drinks. It's like if a student were to bump into him somewhere. Yeah, that's weird. You know, like it's inappropriate or it's weird, and it's just like, you know, you look back, it's like our teachers. Yo, half of our teachers married each other. What do you think they were doing in the elementary <laughs> school for that to happen? Yeah. There's a teacher at Hoover High School. Um, what a scumbag. We'll call him Mr. Warmy. That's going to hit you in a second. And he cheated on his wife with another teacher uh, in their classroom. And now he's married to that other person and that his former wife is <laughs> that. Fuck. Yeah, you got it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> Mr. Warmy. So stupid, Mr. Warmy. He's also just like one of the most disrespectful. Uh, he's like a very pompous, high and like mighty. Every single student of his that I've talked to hates him. Yeah. So. He's he's very. And the thing is, he's just like very disrespectful and demeaning. He used to run certain organizations at Hoover High School that really don't need to be held up to this esteem. But they like basically made him out to be this like really special clicky group, which it didn't need to be. And just to enforce superiority and hierarchy. And like he cheated on his wife in his classroom. Like, fuck that guy. Um, And and he married that other wife or he married that other teacher. So now they're both Mr. and Mrs. Warmy, except there's another Mrs. Warmy at a different school (laughs) because she kept the name. And uh, yeah, it's it's high school never ends. But yeah, it's, it's one of those things where like you know teachers like, I, I kicked it with some teachers from Hoover High a couple months ago um, and like they were just like 
can we go get a drink after this, please? And it's just oh. like an out of body. Like this is my English. I want to go get what? some drinks with those teachers. That oh, you were talking yeah, to. the ones I mentioned specifically. Oh, I'm, I'll shoot them a text. Because I, I, I like those teachers actually. They're you know, really cool. I love them. They're awesome. Um, it and it's such a an out of body thing because like they're supposed to be these higher than all my. But like I'd like to bring that down. Because yeah, like once, saying, well, after like, a certain point, it's if like if we're just paying people. them, if we're paying them millions of dollars, then yes, let's hold them to a team. We're paying them the same amount as like a uh, minimum wage fast food manager full time gig. Yeah, it's like so McDonald's they're worth ten managers. times as much. If we're gonna pay them, which I believe we should pay them that much, then let's hold teachers to a higher standard. Let's do that. But they have these fucking terrible jobs where they have to work so fucking hard. Mm. They get paid jack shit. They deserve to have an OnlyFans if they like want you to. You have to have all the prestige, but they none can, of the actual They can put up bikini pictures if they're so inclined to. They can put up, you know, ab pictures and showing their their workout progress. You know, they they can so do whatever the fuck does. they want to. Do. Probably doesn't do that actually, but he runs around shirtless. Uh, yeah, Hoover <laughs> High's coach Josh yeah. Niblett literally stripped in front of a pep rally. Oh so. yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, crazy person. But I think we we hold it all to the same standard. I I, I just don't. I don't like it. If we're not paying them enough, then we're not doing that. And I think teachers deserve to get paid far more. I agree. I also think the education system needs a full revamp and that we're teaching kids a bunch of bullshit nonsense and we should teach them better. Teach them how to be adults. Teach people. them how to be adults. I don't know how to do taxes yet. Teach them about <laughs> finance and all that stuff. Oh my Home gosh. Home classes should be required. I wonder if Hoover High's Finance Academy is going to call me to come talk at some point. I mean, that'd be, I mean. No, they call legendary shots. I'm six times the size of legendary shots. That's crazy. Yeah. They used to be like the, the gold standard adults I'm, around here. <laughs> I think I'm the Ricky Dillon and then me. Mm. But I don't... Ricky Dillon doesn't need really to do much anymore. I think he does. I think he does it for like his audience. Oh. I'm like... They're, they're, they're popular amongst their own circles. I'm just popular. I'm just relevant mm. right now. Which is like... <laughs> I'm fucking relevant. You're, you're <laughs> relevant, bro. I'm, bro, I'm literally fuck, Bro, rice gum? <laughs> I fucking... What a fucking tool. What a, what a loser. She hit you up, bro. Yeah. Dude, you don't even know how much money. I'm not gonna do a rest <laughs> this, bro. I fucking hate that guy. Um, yeah, it's a it's an interesting time period of our lives. But say, look, I implore you to to really assert that, like living living outside of your parents' house, in even if, if it's a gap year. So let's talk about my sister. Actually, mm. my sister did a gap year. Um, half of it was taken up by COVID. The oh. other half of it, she worked in this lab, and she worked a lot. And uh, she'll she likes to defend everything because she's just very like unconfrontational. It was essentially a working environment where she'd work to the point where she had seniority, and they'd hire they had to train other employees because it was like uh it was like a um what kind of center was it? A lab where they tested blood samples, they did COVID tests, and all this stuff. And this is very early on in COVID, um so they were very essential, and they they staffed more people. And Sana literally tra- oh. My sister literally. I think we'll be fine. I don't think yeah, I was gonna. Like, she's not. She's not. She doesn't have public social media. Mm. My sister literally trained uh, the employees underneath her, mm. and eventually they they had a couple discrepancies where they're like, okay, you need a seal of approval every time you finish a task from one of the senior level employees. Mm. People that were hired the exact same time as her were given that, and she was not considered a senior employee. So people are coming up to her. Hey, Sana, can you check? My, hey, my sister, can say us and sister check my work, whatever, and. Uh, she wasn't able to. She wasn't allowed to. And she had a, a boss that was specifically disrespectful to her and treated her less than. And then they, she would favorite coworkers that were worse at their job. Um, and Sana did not feel c- confrontational about it. And then this is the most thing she ever did in her life. She went out on a limb and wrote like this whole thing to the higher up manager, like of all her concerns and all that stuff. She had one full month of paid time off left because she was saving it because she wanted to leave work early and get paid for it and then enjoy that month and just like go on trips. Mm. She then had to resign and did not receive her PTO. They basically didn't care about any of her complaints. And, and, and Sana, like, my sister refuses to, uh, and she was just very passive about it. She just really didn't want to make a big fuss about it. And she, she, could she, like, have pursued legal action? With probably. Like she probably could have, but she, and, and you know, and, and they really and, screwed her over. You know, I, I love her. You know, the, her college screwed her over, too. She was an RA at her school. She was in the student government. She had full ride level scholarships, like crazy big scholarships. Um, and her, her living was taken care of because she was an RA and all this stuff. And in her last couple semesters, a clerical error from a uh, student advisor made her lose her scholarship. And then on top of that, when she graduated, 
they had another clerical error, which she didn't fight. She did as much fighting as she could, but she really didn't like, like, we, we have lawyers. We could have gotten lawyers involved. We could have figured something out. She just is very passive. Uh, at her graduation, her uh, they had, like, a giant projector screen that was showing people's names and, like, all of their credentials and everything that they achieved at, the, at, at college. Um, she didn't have one because they didn't have her on file for graduation. She wasn't even on the graduating class's T-shirt because they didn't have her on file. So she did all of that. Then she went into this bullshit job. Then she went right to school again, back in her new school. So I implore you mm-hmm. to not make a stupid decision and, and enjoy life leading post-college. Because there's so much. There's, <sighs> this is a year. This is a year. And you want to go to law school, you go to law school. But in this year, we do what we can to let you live life to your fullest. And if that ends up being a job like with us, like with, with the Bad Days Company, with working and doing entertainment, that's great. If it ends up being something different, that's great. I just don't implore it. Like, like I, I don't see a lot of value in forcing yourself into a full-time job. You're going to save. I'm not going to do a full-time job anytime soon. You're going to save but ten to $25,000 if you're crazy lucky, mm. right? And when you go to college, you work a full-time job, you'll probably make four or five times that in a year yeah. anyways. And instead, you've given up, but you will never have this level of autonomy again. That's a big thing that I'm working on. Like I try to do stuff constantly because I need to live life to the fullest. Yeah. I don't feel like I have been um, in years prior. And I'm, I'm young. I have a great, I, I'm living a dream job. I have my own house. Like there's a lot of, um, you know, stuff that is pivotal and, and important during this time period. And I'm trying to live it up. Mm. So I urge you, I implore you to do the same. Um, it's an hour and five, but we can honestly go ahead and wrap. Yeah, we can wrap. Because I'm, I'm slowing up a little bit. I, I have nothing left to say. I have nothing <laughs> left to say for this episode, mainly because there's a couple topics that are so off, we cannot talk about them for another week. And then we can talk about yeah. a bunch of stuff. <laughs> there's a lot of things that are like, uh, we're... I'm in looking a, we're forward to whenever we get this nerd nerdy crap together and we can just talk about yes. comic so book stuff Yes, so honestly, I think on the Bad Days podcast channel, we'll do both. Hmm. We'll do Bad Days episodes, and then we'll literally... D- or maybe I'll separate it. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's whatever. It could be. Pe- I think, like, we I can ask I think Bad Days will be small enough to where we don't have to worry about that, but I wouldn't mind if it was just solely the podcast channel. Hmm. We'll, we'll do stuff. But we all right, guys. Can, yeah, yeah. Look, I'm Hassan. I'm Isaiah. And this has been Bad Days. And you know what, guys? I sincerely hope your bad days are your best stories, and I will see you guys next week. Later. Bye.